Hello, and welcome to the Sullivan County Democrat Podcast, brought to you by the Kitchen Table Cafe in Calicoon, New York. Check them out on Instagram to see what their Tuesday dinner is going to be, and also check out their fresh in-house baked goods. I'm Managing Editor Joe Abraham, and here are this week's top stories. This past summer, members of Hot Sola Air, including President Eli Rowe, found themselves stuck at Sullivan County International Airport. Their plane had broken down, and unable to drive on the Sabbath, they needed a ground power unit to start their aircraft. Luckily, someone at the airport had what they needed. And shortly after, Rowe inquired about getting a hangar at the airport, and that's where this story began. Back in December, the county signed a lease with Hotzola Air, with an initial term of 30 years and for 21.7 acres of the airport property, so they can build a permanent hangar, world headquarters, fuel farm, parking area, and outdoor recreation space. As the Democrat previously reported, Hotzola Air, a 501c3 nonprofit that provides emergency air transport, has the option to automatically renew that lease three successive times, each time for a term of 30 years for a potential lease totaling 120 years. The lease payment will be $18 per year for as long as Hotzola Air is the leasee. As for the fuel farm, Hotzola Air would convey ownership of the one it bills to the county and pay the county $18,000 annually to cover required permitting and maintenance costs. Hotzola Air would pay the county a surcharge of 30 cents per gallon on fuel it buys at the airport and any other liquids it purchases from the county would be subject to the same charges. Hotzola Air reportedly purchased 400,000 gallons of fuel for their operations last year, utilizing two jets. They're expected to have even more aircraft at the new facility. Rowe, in a presentation to legislators and the public last week, praised the airport's runway and proximity to airports in the greater New York City and Long Island area. He also detailed plans about how they envisioned having seven sub-bases across the country, as well as in London, Israel, and South America, but for Sullivan County's facility to be their global headquarters. It's also expected that they would bring even more traffic to the airport. Legislative Chairman Rob Doherty asked Rowe that if the FAA decided that the initial lease between the county and Hotzola Air could only be for 50 years, would that impact their ability to move forward? To which he responded, it may or may not. Rowe explained that they are looking to create a firehouse mentality at the airport where volunteers would be present on a seven-day-on, seven-day-off, 24-7 schedule, ready to go when needed. Furthermore, they want a facility that's attractive and inviting to pilots, doctors, medics, technicians, and maintenance crew who will be using it. So it will include 26 bedrooms, an outdoor recreational area, indoor covered pool, a gym, and pantry that could be used to prepare food. Currently, plans are for Hot Solar Air to build a structure costing approximately $26 million. The middle of the facility would have a reception area on the first floor, the training area on the second floor for simulation labs. Rose said this would include medical and trauma simulation labs that they'd open to the county, ones that local volunteer ambulance and EMS agencies could utilize. There are also plans for the facility to have a lecture hall and multi-purpose rooms that could be used as classrooms, also open to local first responders, He also said the Sullivan County Sheriff's Office could use any of their equipment at no charge. In other news, the State Route 42 corridor in Thompson is the town's business and shopping district and now will have a new place for people to shop for groceries, Aldi. The applicant, Western Sullivan ORE LLC, is proposing to build a 19,054 square foot Aldi grocery store and will look to expand the store in the future by an extra 2,450 square feet. 
The applicant also wants to have 9,904 square feet of retail space next to the grocery store and all will be built in the underdeveloped lot behind the Taco Bell on Lanahan Road in Monticello. The applicant was before the Thompson Planning Board for a public hearing on the site plan on February 9th, with no in-person public comment received. Previously, the applicant proposed to have an access road run through the parking lot of Taco Bell on State Route 42, but the planning board expressed concerns on the access road, and it has since been removed from the site plan. Currently, there is an Aldi supermarket located on Broadway in Monticello. According to their website, the German-based grocer has over 10,000 stores worldwide and focuses on discount items. The county's GLM 239 review of the project offers technical comments, such as having more pedestrian connections and landscaping. In the review, signed by Commissioner of the Sullivan County Division of Planning and Community Development, Fred Eisenberg, it was suggested that the applicant maximize the pedestrian connections by adding walkways. Furthermore, the review said that adding sidewalks and walkways to the other stores will allow for landscaping and create a, quote, more user-friendly experience. The engineers for the project, Soli Engineering, stated that they have reviewed the county's recommendations and have reduced the number of parking spaces to allow more landscaping. Since they are not facing State Route 42, the applicant stated that they would install signage along the corridor informing everyone that there is an Aldi and are in discussions with the Department of Transportation. The planning board closed the in-person comment portion of the public hearing, but left the written portion of the public hearing open until February 23rd at 5 p.m. There's good news for movie viewers, as the Calicoon Theater, located on Upper Main Street in the hamlet of Calicoon, has reopened as of February 11th. Owner Chrissy Smith told the Democrat about the many new add-ons being brought to the historic theater, including a brand new stage constructed in the hope of hosting live performing arts in the coming future. The newly constructed stage will assist in housing not just live music or live performance, but also help support programming, like if they have a director who wants to do a talk back after the film, or maybe a group of people from the community who want to have a panel discussion after a screen. While there are no live performance events scheduled currently, Smith said she's excited about plans for the future. For more info about upcoming showings, visit the Calicoon Theater's website, thecalicoontheater.com. The Sullivan County IDA voted to authorize a straight lease transaction between the agency and Sunset Lake Local Development Corporation, as well as the execution of a payment in lieu of tax agreement for the care center at Sunset Lake property. The LDC recently contacted the IDA to see if they'd take an interest in the property so that there'd be a known pilot due each year versus the uncertainty that the taxing jurisdictions and operator of the care center would have over the next few years while they navigated a dispute over the property's taxable status. The pilot payment, which is for a term exceeding 20 years, has the LDC paying $350,000 due January 2023, the amount of the pilot increasing 2% annually. So while the initial pilot amount will be $350,000, by year 20, it will be somewhere around $520,082. Approval of the project's application required a deviation from the IDA's uniform tax exemption policy. According to IDA Counsel Walter Grigliano, the agency's UTEP does not provide for fixed amount pilots, or for benefits lasting longer than 20 years, both of which the proposal entailed. Last month, the IDA board moved forward with notifying the affected taxing jurisdictions, which were the Town of Liberty, County of Sullivan, and Liberty Central School District, of the proposed deviation so that their comments would be considered at Monday's meeting. The County and Town of Liberty have expressed support of the application, while the Liberty Central School District objected to it. For more info, check out my story on the Democrats' front page today.
And finally, trustees in the village of Monticello approved an amended agreement with Walmart relating to their emergency water source during last week's board meeting. According to Mayor George Nicolatos, the village provides Walmart with, quote, fire flow, which allows emergency water to flow through the store's high-pressure sprinkler system in the event of a fire. The previous contract had expired in January. Nicolatos told the board that he had been trying to contact representatives from Walmart for some time. Eventually, Walmart agreed to pay the village $169,000 a year for the next five years for the right to fire flow water. That's an increase from the $26,000 they were paying the village water department previously. Nicolato says, quote, I think this is a precedent we're setting now for all outside water users. Water is a finite resource that we have and village residents and businesses within village limits should have first rights to these things. If they're not going to have it, outside users are going to have to pay a little extra for the benefit of village residents and businesses. More information on the village of Monticello, including some comments made by trustees regarding their treasurer and the police department, check out today's Democrat, or read the story by Matt Shortle on scdemocratonline.com. Also on today's front page, articles on a potential flood mitigation project in Youngsville, and a recap of the Sullivan County Republican Committee's annual nominating convention at Sorella's Pizzeria and Restaurant in Conyonga Lake. That does it for today's Sullivan County Democrat podcast, brought to you by the Kitchen Table Cafe in Calico, New York. We hope everyone has a wonderful weekend, and we'll catch up with you again next week.